As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's Top with Cheese. It's Philadelphia. Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps and things flapping their wings on all I know is Zach said he has a game where Seals don't read post 7,000 and I said I'm in let's go let's do it yeah that's really what I needed was not to get at least one more reader hello everybody Shield Kavadia birds with friends joined by Zach Berman Bo Wolf and Marissa Morris I'm leading us off our usual Host is a little under the weather, so, you know, if there's ever an opportunity for me to get some more mic time, you know I'm going to uh, jump on that, but Bo, I will take it easy on you. We won't uh, yell at you if there are any interruptions or if you're saying you called something and you didn't call it. I will take it easy on you today because I can tell your usual uh, shine, excitement, uh, you know, might not be at the levels we're accustomed to. Is that fair to say? Well, I was I was talking to Marissa before the podcast, and uh, it's very... Very much like the stereotypical, uh, the man is just whining about his cold while like the woman, if she had the same cold, would just be going about her normal business as if nothing was going on, going on in her life. So Rachel does not have the cold. Everybody else in the house does. But I figured I would spare the, uh, the listenership from my nasal, uh, nasally drip for a little bit of time. So thanks for taking over. ZB, Marissa, you guys at full health today? Full health. Excited for this podcast. Yep. Got my second cup of coffee. I'm ready to go. I was going to say, Marissa looks like a woman who's produced about 700 podcasts in like the last 24 hours so, with her second cup of coffee. I get I, on, on Thursdays, I get double the shield with the athletic football. That's right. We're going back stuff. to back. How no, can yeah. I be excited? Yeah, double the shield again soon. Double yeah. the shield, double the meal, or double the <laughs> double the fun. Spearmint gum. You don't see gum commercials anymore. All right, it's cowboys. Double the real. Tell us how much you've heard about this Cowboys rivalry. We've well, got the Dallas Cowboys. We'll get Zach easy. We'll yeah. get to you in a sec. Let's just get, you know, Bo likes to give a little setup. 
for the show. So I'm okay. going to follow sure. his lead. So, so we'll, of course, get to the very eager Stone Cold Newsman. I mean, we've I, I know nothing about what anyone said about this week, what's going down at the NovaCare Complex. So, Zach, I'm going to count on you to get me up to speed there. We'll give a little rundown of what to expect from this Dallas team, both uh, offensively and defensively. I actually did a little research. For this one, I'm not just relying on the playbook today. I'm looking at what they did the first two weeks here. So we will, uh, we will do that. Yeah, Bo, Bo doing his real. Yeah, did you any any Zikum today, Bo? I was going to ask for a throwback to the old school listeners. Yeah, that's a good throwback to season one of BWF. No Zikum. No uh, I've been going au natural until last night. I took a little uh, a little cold medicine, and it, you know, it didn't help me sleep more. It just it just moved the nasal, like the the mucus from my nose to my mouth. Didn't improve Benadryl. the sleeping conditions. A little Benadryl. Yeah, oh, it just called it. Okay. I'm, it's not it's not working great. So I can't do Benadryl anymore. Then the entire next day I'm groggy and uh, I feel yeah. like you know I'm coming off like an eleven beer bender. So that's no longer in the rotation. All right. So we'll get to the Cowboys offense and defense. We'll do super sorecasting as Marissa reminded Zach and I. We haven't even sent in our super sorecastings yet. So you know when Bo's talking, we'll go ahead and message Marissa. But Marissa, they've got to get there. Um, super sorecastings in the chat, right? Is that how we do it? I generally don't pay attention to this. <laughs> yeah, so uh, okay. we'll take three super sorecastings from the chat. So send them in and okay. I will they choose the most them, creative, right? best ones. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Make sure you tag them super sorecasting so they don't get mixed up with the general chat. And then, of course, we will get to our picks at the end. Predictions. Do you feel a little uneasy doing predictions? You know, what are we? Friday, yeah, Saturday, Sunday, my four days. Ahead. Well, it's game. like when I when I had that big uh, big time four pod day on Tuesday on those other on those other pods, they're all asking for predictions. I'm like, I, guys, I gotta let this marinate a little bit longer. It's Tuesday. Like, we so gotta see refused, how the week goes. Uh, you refused the prediction. Uh, I think on two of them I refused, and on one of them I just I, I did give a prediction, not wow. a score, but just an outcome. Be consistent, okay? You're like Arthur Smith over there. If you're going for one fourth down, not going for the next one. All right, Zeber, I can see you. You're excited. It's it's midday. You still got the juices flowing. You probably had some availability today. Let's go to our Stone Cold News Man and find out what the heck's been going on at the Novacare Complex this week. My esteemed colleagues, Shio Kapadia and Bo Wolf, mocked the Dallas Week uh, excitement, if you will. You know who does not mock it? Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni came to his press conference today in a Pete Dallas shirt. Uh, and players around the facility have them. There's oh, this. Oh. Is, he is very much playing, he's, he's playing up the rivalry. He says it reminds him of a college rivalry. He still has his Mount Union John Carroll shirt from 2003. He has his wife and his kids wearing beat Dallas shirts this week. I can't tell you how many interactions he's had with fans since he's gotten this job when they're saying beat Dallas, right? And so uh, uh, Lane Johnson, he thought his shirt said Dallas sucks, but uh, he, is, uh, he said maybe it said beat Dallas. Um, but anyways, the the rivalry is very much being played up uh, in the Novacare complex. I, I do like the I do like the suggestion I've seen that uh, it, it would have been funnier if it was like the the Calvin peeing on the Cowboys logo. Like I was going to ask about that. Yeah, I think we should probably retire that one. I think you know we've had enough of that bad boy. Uh, yeah. So so 
Uh, this is something that I, I mentioned on the last podcast, the rivalry board that he maintains, uh, which I, for full disclosure, ha- have not seen, have only heard about. But but this very much is a uh, a rivalry week. I, I would compare, this isn't a, a newsman take, this is more of just an analyst take, if you will. It seems that Nick Sirianni's building almost like a college culture uh, with the, so so we can get to that. That's in, great in, in a moment. But uh, elsewhere, Landon Dickerson confirmed to be the starting right guard. Credit Nick Sirianni for being practical with this. Like yeah, he, I like that. He said, "You guys all saw what we did the other day. A uh, Landon's going to start. So uh, a Dickerson there at right guard uh, with with Zach Ertz." On the COVID-19 reserve list, Nick Sirianni said they they basically have to have you know two game plans, right? One if he's out there, one if he's not. Sorry for saying right. I'm it, it's something I am going to work on. I boy, I the listeners listener. are in your guys' heads. I mean, come on, this I'm is ready year to, five. It's I'm ready to thing. just fully turn heel on the entire. Yeah, it's one thing Let's, to try like, to improve, but you know, if it's I'm just, sorry. It's one, I'm if it's sorry. One if, voice in the wilderness. You know, if if it's me saying it, you should listen. But, uh, you know, don't no. let one person on Twitter affect, you know, that happened Listen. to me I, for, when I was doing Birth 24-7 radio with McManus the first year. And then someone made fun of me for laughing too much and it got in my head and I didn't laugh. And now I look back on that and I say, F you to that guy. Screw you. I'm doing just fine laughing on the air. So you can go to Helsinki. Yeah. And well, I'm gonna, a rebuttal. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Bro. No, I was just going to say. I, I would like to apologize if I at ever point at, at any point gave the impression that I want any, everyone's feedback. Um, oh, yeah. So Jeez. keep it to yourself. All right. If you want to well, say you want you want more of something on the show, you have a suggestion for a segment, maybe. But like, keep it to yourself. All right. Wow. But but please, of course, do rate, review, and subscribe. You so, peons. You no. So Zburn, go ahead. So I so I would just say, and I'll get back to the news segment in a, in a moment. But as a rebuttal to that, first off. The customer, there's the expression, the customer's always right. You should listen to customer feedback. You know, it's, it's, uh, I, I like to think that you, 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 you can't read the instructions from the, uh, from inside the bottle, only from outside the bottle, right? You, you need the prescription. So, uh, I, I like, uh, I like all Taylor Hurts. Excuse the hell are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Prescriptions, directions. I like all types of feedback. Number two, it's like Chip Kelly used to say. I'm not going to substitute someone else's judgment for for my judgment. Ultimately, you evaluate it. I do say right too much. It's something that I I need to work on. But very much, I, I I think we should value what our our listeners say. I worked with someone one time who who said that he doesn't care what the readers say about his work. And I'm like, so then why are you writing? Just, just keep a diary. You know, if, if, if you that's are going to old school, yeah, yeah, that's an old school sport yeah. writer take where they feel like they've reached the top of the mountain. You know, they're like, I don't, who cares? You know, I got this. Yeah. I very much care what the, what the readers think. So anyway, so uh, I will work on saying write less often uh, to get back to the segment. They have two, uh, game plans. So one if Hertz plays, one if Hertz does not play. I don't want to make too much of the practice attendance today because someone like Jason Kelsey, for instance, it could it could just be a, a veteran day. Uh, now, Davion Taylor, he did get banged up the last game. He wasn't out there practicing. Uh, but I, I don't want to make too much of veterans not practicing because what we saw last week is that the first practice of the week, Nick Sirianni might back off a bit. So we'll see. As the week goes on, I know this is our last podcast. You can follow all our content on 
the athletic, the real time briefs. We'll have our cheat sheet and you can have all the updated injury information there. And also Zach, I got a message today from a uh, follower who said, uh, gee, I love that you and Zach are putting out the links in your Instagram stories to all your content. It keeps me away from the, what would you call Twitter, Bo? You should use it. Cesspool. Yeah. The cesspool of Twitter. So they can just, you know, they're going through their Instagram stories. You see little cousins, baby, you see, you know, high school friends doing something weird and then boom <laughs> pops up, uh, you know, pops up a link to Z firms, uh, eight observations on the Eagles and you can click, click, click right there and read it. So, uh, we are doing that. I, I'm, you know, putting all, uh, all, Radio interviews, uh, podcast appearances, flex, flex, flex away. And of course, all written contact for The Athletic. A lot of people using that, theathletic.com slash birds with friends. I mean, you want to be in that group that's getting that special 50% off and, and reading these stories, reading Bo's Day After, uh, all, the, all of that. So you can still use that. So yeah, anyway, Bo, you were going to say something. Were you? I, I don't know. Say. Yeah. I mean, Good news, by yell the way, somebody. for... The Shield will, will no longer need to navigate the black market for uh, all 22. Well, maybe. So it, Is it out there? Starting I don't tomorrow? Wanna, I don't know. No, no. Okay. So uh, let, talk to me when it's when it's there. Okay. Uh, talk to me when there's a playlist, you know, the yeah. list of plays so I know where to go. Yeah. And uh, talk I'm to me if it's up on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I don't well, need last it, week's film on uh, Friday. On Friday. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. 3.30 on Thursday is actually the perfect time for a live streaming BWF. Just gave the in a meeting gesture to a co-worker while pointing at the screen. That's outstanding. We suggest that everybody uh, go ahead and yeah. do that. I got a little smoothie here. I had, to, I had to rush to make this bad boy uh, right before we came on. You get Bo? You got any beverage? You got a green tea or something there? Uh, just, just a straight water for now. I did mean to make okay. a green tea, but I didn't have enough time. Okay. I got caught in the uh, rain pretty aggressively. So did I. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, this 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 was coming down today. So Take a I, shower. I had to do the midday shower. Mm. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm, I might I might be going for a Z berm three berm today if I if I get one more and <laughs> one away. Wow, it's invigorating, right? Okay, it's debatable. All right, so what do you th- what do you make of Sirianni uh, playing this up? You know, some coaches say that well, you can't say one game's more important than the other. Because then when you're playing the Detroit Lions in a non-conference, do they play the Detroit Lions this year? They do. Yes, they do. What in week Detroit. is that? That's after Halloween Vegas. Weekend. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, they, you know, what are you going to say about that game? You know, this isn't important because it's not a rivalry game. You're not going to be um, wearing a T-shirt of you punching Dan Campbell in the face there. Or do you think uh, this is a good thing? Everybody's going to be wearing, uh, wearing uh, like locks around their ankles all week in practice. Or no, it's kneecaps, not ankles. So. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Knee pads, knee pads. I thought you were setting in the prison or something. I, I, I like, usually <laughs> just assume that I don't get the reference and move on. So I will never like correct you on those because I'm probably not going to understand it anyway. So I uh, thought Zach, it was from some you, TV you, show I'm not familiar with. Yeah. What do you think of the Sirianni approach here? I, I don't mind it. Right. Okay. It, there, I said right again. It's it's uh it's Stop. part don't of worry about it. it it's it's on brand for Sariani. If if he was not operating this 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 way about uh, in in terms of the T-shirts that he has, some of the catchphrases that he has, these these core values, the connection, things of that nature, then I would say if 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 you're very much like even keeled with everything else, then why are you playing up this? But it's it's on brand for him. I think he he wants 
the, you know, I, I do admit part of it is pandering to the fan base, right? And, and the fan base has, thank uh, you for listening. Nick, they, as we suggested they, way early in his tenure, they eat this up. Um, but it that's, that's, that's not a bad thing. Rivalries are, are part of what makes sports fun. You know, those, and the NFL doesn't have enough of them, but like Raven Steelers games, when, when that was, those were always great games to watch. There were Patriots jets games when, when, when Rex Ryan was there, uh, those were always fun to watch. And uh, the Eagles Cowboys rivalry, it's a bigger deal in Philly than it is in Dallas, but nonetheless, it's, it's big for the fan base and it's okay. If you make it big in the locker room, I, I, I have more of an objection when we, in the media enlarge something that doesn't need to be enlarged. Mm. But if, if it's a big deal for the team and for the players, uh, nothing wrong with that. Sorry for that. That might be my daughter in the background. Oh, you seem very my bored. Daughter. Do you have that's a take? Oh, okay. I think that's my daughter. I thought you were going to okay. lean back, take a nap. Do you, are you bored by this conversation? Do you have a take? For sure. You can take a nap and, and don't mute that bad boy when you're blowing the nose. Um, okay. Let, let, no, let's make this authentic. Very much. Muted. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we don't need to hear that. Uh, you know, my only take here is I hope that uh, I hope that he ran this by like the Kelseys in the locker room. You know what I mean? Like, would it be hokey for me to do this? He's got to run by his t-shirt choices to like hand out these t-shirts to the whole locker room. Like, yeah, I know, you know, I is this going to come? That is by this, anybody? That's his hey, decision. Jason, is He's this going to come? Is this going to come across as college boy? Like, too but what's wrong with that? He very much he, when he talks about connection, he he very much want this wants this atmosphere to be more similar to in college when you're all living together and hanging out than what we spoke about on the podcast of you know the whether it was the Yankees or the Mets the the 25 players 25 caps like he he wants this to be this. Good, doc. That was a good family atmosphere. By the way. I would love to be on a team 25 players 25 <laughs> caps. That's my kind of team right there. <laughs> Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Someone says, "How are you doing?" You don't need that. We're just we we just work together. You don't even know how I'm yeah. doing. Are we going to the yeah. same hotel? No, it's okay. Yeah, no, yeah. go ahead. You got yours. Yeah. yeah, we we can expense these. It's all right. All right. I think it's fine. I don't think it's a you know. I don't. I really don't think it's a big deal. I mean, you could see what I could see is that they lose. And, you know, Micah Parsons is is uh, being interviewed by like Scott Van Pelt or something Monday night. Going, yeah, well, you know, we saw their uh, we saw their coach wearing it. But it's like not offensive. It's beat Dallas. It's not Dallas sucks. It's not the peeing on Dallas. Who cares? This so, is the type of conversation. I Yeah, it should, it'd, it'd be Why funny. It'd be better if it was Jerry Jones as a creep. So Nick was asked about this, by the way, though. About okay. Jerry Jones being a creep? No, no. He said the, the question was, do you believe in Bolton board material? Do you think your picture is going to be posted in the Dallas locker room? Uh, and <laughs> Jerry said, that? what's that? They'd be like, who the hell is that? on the <laughs> said, yeah, I'm sure they're going to have the picture of the shirt on there. And that's fine. This is a, this is about a great rivalry. And that means a lot to the city. That means a lot to our building. And it's a, it's a division game. And with the rivalry and it being a division game, I don't know if, if anyone needs our side, their side needs any more bulletin board material or if it's even going to help because we we know how big the rivalry is and how much it means to both sides, which is a fair answer. I think it's fine. He's yeah. authentic. I like it. He, yeah, he, exactly. he seems that's that stood out really, I think, from day one. He's not trying to be someone uh, he's not. And that's really, I think, the number one thing. Maybe not the number one thing, but one of the things you want from your uh, head coach. So I have no issue from it. All right, let's get into this. 
Cowboys well, team a little. Can bit. I give yeah, you my ahead, one Mark. my one yeah. take from um, press conferences today? Yeah, it's another it's another body part take. Marissa, um, get that uh, bleep button ready. We are live here. Yeah, it's like. Uh... <laughs> I'd like to declare that uh, that Jalen Rager has the best teeth on the team. Hmm. Just a beautiful set of pearly whites. Like, okay. like I've not noticed. Good extremely, for him. extremely bright white and very straight across. V- like A plus. You gonna ask him about that? You think he uses like crest white guy. strips or anything? I mean, I'd I would like to know what his what his routine is. Okay. Well, this is why we need locker rooms open for this type of thing. He might prefer that line of questioning today. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, All right. I, I, would like I did not do well in my. Uh, Just something I, to watch from now on. Okay. I, I I had a bad performance today. I was hoping for. In your press conference more. questions, why? Yes. What'd you do? I didn't get the color that I wanted. Right. I I I, you I tried. You can control that. Control what you can control. I asked Jalen Hurts if excuses if he, uh, breed mediocrity. <laughs> That's what Landon sure, Dickerson sure. said today. Prescription. Read them or whatever you said earlier. <laughs> It's it's that you, <laughs> feedback from other people is a good thing because you can't read the what's directions the, from inside the bottle. What's okay? the uh, what's the Jalen Hurts one? Which one from the summer? The, the lamp is never full. The lamp All right, I got to get this back on track. All right, so what was your question? <laughs> well, I, I ask. I, I'm I'm trying to find out more about about Josh Sweat, like some some color on yeah. Josh Sweat from a football perspective. I, I have some off the field like personality stuff. I'm, I'm interested in some football perspective. And I remember a Florida state Alabama game when he sacked Jalen hurts. Right. And uh, it's like the statute of limitations has expired. I it's, it's not like Jalen hurts would be offended by this. I asked Jalen hurts if he were, if he remembered it, Jalen hurts said he remembers winning the game, uh, which is like, which is a good Jalen hurts quote, but it's, it's not a good job. It doesn't help my Josh sweat story. So, okay. you know, you know, Josh Sweat had a, a, a Josh Sweat sack on Hurts. I, re- I remember winning the game, Hurts said. You know, like that doesn't. I don't think Jalen's going to give you a lot of color. Okay. Yeah, so anyways. All right. Let's get into this Cowboys team starting with the offense. I mean, I don't want to just run down all of my notes. Is there a big theme that you guys are sensing uh, around the team or in your research this week that we can start with when we're specifically talking about that Dallas offense. Well, one thing that's been on my radar is, you know, we've been talking about how this, this defense has uh, this Eagles defense has sort of this identity through two games, right? Uh, Heavy zone, keep the plays in front of you. Don't let up big plays. They haven't blitzed a lot. They've been playing a lot of base, but uh, you know, San Francisco and Atlanta are different offenses, obviously than Dallas. I think those two teams uh, are two of the, bottom four in the league in terms of 11 personnel. So I've been thinking like, what's it going to be like against this Dallas offense? That's 11 personnel heavy. Um, But I guess, I mean, partly partially because they've been missing Michael Gallup, but they have not been playing quite as heavy 11 personnel. I was surprised to find they were 71% uh, 11 personnel last year, and they're only at 57, which is just below league average this year. So uh, what's behind that shield? Uh, I think you're right. Michael Gallup. I mean, you know, he's a, uh, he's still out for this game. So yeah, he's a, you know, high level starting caliber wide receiver. And so I think if you have Gallup, uh, CD Lamb and Amari Cooper, like, you know, 
unless you're just a complete moron of a coach, you probably want those three players right. to be on the field. So he's been out and you are right. They've been in 12 personnel of around 30% of the time, yeah. which ranks eighth league wide. So it is a little bit different, but I think that is a good place to start because the Cowboys offense, I think one of the things that we've seen through the first two weeks, and it's going to continue throughout the year is that they don't have just like this one identity. They really can play differently depending on the opponent, depending on the game situation. Week one, they throw it 58 times they're keeping pace with Tom Brady in that game and really we're in position to win week two they face of course a uh Chargers defense that's doing a lot of what the Eagles defense is doing which is the as we've discussed you play too deep on early downs by the way even the 49ers were doing this uh last week which I thought was crazy because I, I you guys remember D'Amico Ryans as a player it was like yeah. you know all of the best plays of D'Amico Ryans I remember are him just knifing through the line of scrimmage and against the run and tackle you know tackles for loss and uh it was kind of in, in the passing game where you thought all right he's not the same guy he used to be after those injuries but he even even he was taking this approach so uh, you know, I think if you if the Eagles are going to do what they've done through the first two games, then the Cowboys are going to do what they did last week, and that's run the ball a lot. Uh, you know, I think they ran for, what, 180, 190 yards with Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott. So uh, I think it's the right way to play for the Eagles. I think it's going to be frustrating at times probably for fans to watch where you're going – what are they doing? They're giving up first down after first down and it's a 12 play drive, but I do think it's smart in the year 2021 to, uh, to play that way. So that, that certainly is one thing that stands out with the Cowboys is you don't really know how they're going to play and they can sort of adjust based on what you're doing defensively. Here's a question for you, Sheila, that was asked to me during the chat yesterday. Flex. Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell. How would you rank those four for the rest of this season? Who would you want? Hmm. Good question. Uh, I, I am sort of falling in love with the Pollard, you know, like yeah. uh, even, even last year, it felt like Pollard was more explosive than Zeke. And then when I did the, uh, the playbook and you're looking this. at the numbers, uh, it was not the case. And I'm looking for like any, oh, wait, am, am I missing something here or there? And it just really wasn't the case. It was just the plays you remember in your head. But, uh, yeah, Pollard has been outstanding here, uh, you know, it's only 16 carries, so you know. I guess you don't want to get carried away, but 50% of those uh, have gotten a first down success rate, um, explosive plays, all those things are in Pollard's favor. I'm not giving out, you know, I, I know everyone's down on Miles Sanders, it feels like. I don't hate a Miles Sanders. Zeke, I feel like, is standard, you know, like, you know, he's solid. I don't think he's run poorly, but I, I don't know that he's like a game changer at this point. So, man. Well, I would want Sanders over Gainwell, and I like a Gainwell. Gainwell's played well, but I think if you're asking me who do I want the rest of the season, I still would rather have Sanders than Gainwell. Uh, I'll tell you what I said, and you tell okay. me what you disagree. All right, you yeah, disagree. go ahead. I said for this year, I would take it in that order. I would take it Elliott, Pollard, Sanders, really? Gainwell. Okay. Um, and then I said if I was like, who do you want for the next three years? I think I said Pollard, Gainwell, Elliott, Sanders. <laughs> You would want Zeke over Miles Sanders. That's for the, the next only three one I'm not sure. About. All his I wear might, and tear. I might, I might prefer Sanders, but so I, I think if if Sanders was in that power to roll, you would really love Sanders, right? Great like, point. like they're the same age, Great probably point. so, yeah. or or, yeah. or same stage of their career. You're right. Uh, Powered. I mean, you love him because he's like the he's what Charlie Garner was from when Ricky Waters was sure. He's like the change uh, of pace. Forty guy. to eight in yeah. San Francisco. Yes. If, if Sanders was in that power role, you'd be like, they need to get this guy more touches. It's a very good point. Sure. But but 
the balance of that is that Sanders now has more uh, wear and tear than Pollard does. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have a quick question for for uh, both you guys and Marissa. Feel free to to contribute. Uh, see that Twitter followers in your head. Listen, Marissa <laughs> has yeah. free reign <laughs> to talk and interrupt whenever she wants. Create any segment she wants. Trust me, we would like nothing more than the company to take the four hundred other things <laughs> off her plate and just be like, you know, focus on this and be a part of the show. Marissa's got <laughs> a lot star. going on. You know, she <laughs> should not be thinking of ways to. But she she has free. We don't need to be adding more to her plate. Yeah, so I, I enjoy I, listening to you guys. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was watching back to some of the Cowboys game. Uh, did a, I did some fast forwarding? Got to admit that. But uh, her <laughs> nearly got so her, much time in the week. I heard Kellen Moore getting gazed up, and Kellen yeah, Moore. Yeah, about Romo. Kellen, yeah, and he was a a candidate for the Eagles' job. Uh, and it sounds like I mean I don't think Tony Romo is picking this out of his rear end. Like sounds like he's he's on track it's to Debo. be hired as a coach this offseason. So. Uh, is the Kellen Moore, uh, is the Kellen Moore hype warranted or is this, uh, you know, Yankees prospects were always overinflated. There were, mm. I, 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 I always followed prospects growing up. Uh -oh, and Yankees prospects. <laughs> I was going to say, speak for I yourself. I tell you like, every Yankees prospect you. for like a 10 year period. And, and a very few of them turned out to be Shane really good. Spencer will not hear this. <laughs> I, I actually worked with him. I, I feel like Cowboys offensive coordinators. Uh, I think I was at the game where he, he debuted with three home runs or whatever it was. Okay. Uh, but I, I feel like Cowboys offensive coordinators sometimes fall into that category where like they always get overhyped. Is the hype warranted for Kellen Moore? Uh, well, first of all, I think that Romo line is going to make the make a drop uh, for one of our future intros for sure uh, that you just had. But uh, yeah, for those who weren't watching, you know, Tony Romo said, he pulled a Z-berm. He goes, Kellen Moore will be a head coach in the NFL <laughs> next year. So now did Kellen Moore interview with the Eagles? I was trying to remember. What was the extent of, you know, you just said he was a candidate. There was. Uh, interview? Do we know? He was supposed to come to Florida for the interview. Let me. Let okay. me look that up. Really I could. Yeah, I, uh, I remember that. him bandied about. I don't remember if he actually did interview or not. Uh, I really like what I've seen from Kellen Moore. Yes, uh, you know, I, I don't think he's being overhyped. Now they've got Kellen talent less, for sure. As far as I'm concerned, they've got talent for sure. But you know, when you have talent, are you maximizing it? And they had the number two offense uh, two years ago. Even last year, like they weren't good. They were terrible to watch with Andy Dalton. But I think they were what like. 23rd in DVOA or something with Andy Dalton, which I, you know, that in itself is not uh, easy to accomplish. So I think you're going to see this year with, as long as Prescott's healthy, that they're going to have a top five, top eight offense. And uh, you know, I, I think he schemes guys open uh, all the motion stuff that everybody um, is in love with. He certainly does a lot of that. He pushes the ball downfield. He's not afraid to just be pass heavy. Like we saw in week one and be aggressive. If, if a game warrants that, even though uh, you know, people are crying about balance. So yeah, he's got a lot of things as a play caller and a schemer that I like. Now I, I don't know much about him in terms of uh, leadership relationships with players any of that, I haven't heard, you know, read, heard, seen anything that would suggest that that's not good. But it, it seems like Prescott's a pretty good leader and pretty, uh, pretty low maintenance there. So he's probably in a good spot. At the same time, he's got to ward off Mike McCarthy. You know, he's got to say, Mike, I don't, I don't know why your key's not working. Um, yeah, don't and worry. And Dan Quinn, in well, terms of getting the next job. I mean, like if McCarthy gets fired midseason, you would think that Quinn would be the 
in season. Wow, you're firing McCarthy mid season. Okay. Well, I think Quinn is I think Quinn has a reputation as a pretty easy guy to get along with. I don't know if that's what you mean or not. Or no, I, mean, I only meant just beating him out for the job. Oh, oh for the so, Cowboys job. Yes, yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. So January 19th, the Eagles interviewed uh, uh they interviewed uh, Kellen Moore. They also interviewed Nick Sirianni that day. Oh wow, good yeah. nugget. Um by the way, I uh, just to uh, f- uh, for my theory on the Cowboys offensive coordinators, right? Um, I said, I said, I said right there. Uh, Jason Garrett obviously had a lot of steam. Uh, North Turner, he had a lot of steam. If 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 you recall, uh, there's some other ones here that were, yeah. Scott Linehan, he he was a former head coach. Bill Callahan, he was a former well, head so coach. Was North. Yeah. Well, the no, uh, uh, Turner was a future head, head uh, coach when he did it. So, so maybe I am overstating it. But uh, I was, uh, I uh, was Dan Reeves was, anyway. uh, was the offensive coordinator before he became a head Can coach. Can you think of any of the uh, – who are some of the Yankees' overhyped prospects that were in your mind? You guys work on that. Uh, Baltin, when I was in working in Baltimore, the Ravens wanted to hire Jason Garrett yeah. when I was there over – you know, once Brian Billick got fired, Jerry Jones gave him a little bump and said, hey, just stick around. You know, there's going to be an opportunity for you here. And they get stuck with one John Harbaugh instead of Jason Garrett. And here we are. All right. Other so real quick, uh, just yeah. a news update uh, for you. Uh, Fletcher Cox, Jason Kelsey did not practice. Uh, uh, Cox was illness slash rest. Kelsey was foot slash rest. Hassan Ridgeway did not practice because of an illness. Davion Taylor did not practice because of his calf injury. Rodney McLeod limited, Miles Sanders limited with a chest injury, and J.J. Ortega-Whiteside limited with an ankle injury. Okay. There you go. Some other notes I have on the uh, Cowboys offense here. Dak Prescott completing 77% of his passes uh, through the first two games here. Now, this surprised me. The Cowboys, where do you think they rank in ESPN's pass block win rate? Now, of course, that is the stat where they just mm, measure haven't looked at this yet. Based on those chips, you know, how often is the quarterback pressured within two and a half seconds? It's everything after two and a half seconds is, you know, they're saying, all right, that's not on the offensive line. And so they just take a rate there. Uh, where do you think the Cowboys rank? Sixth. 32nd. Really? Through two games, which does not align yeah, they're with the film. Up. Because their O-line has been getting gassed up. Now, I did look this up. Tyron uh, Smith, Pre- they say he's back back to his old self. Terrence yeah. Steele, they say he's taking a step forward at right tackle. Zach Martin, you know, the O-line grinders were loving what he was doing yeah. last week. Uh, so, uh, now, Dak Prescott has gotten rid of the ball in 2.42 seconds on average through the first two games. That's second to only Ben Roethlisberger. So, mm. you know, there's some data that suggests that he's helping the O-line out. Uh Quite a bit. And that really has stood out with Prescott. You know, I don't know if he's 100% uh, healthy. It doesn't seem like he is. He's coming off the big ankle injury. He had the shoulder stuff in the summer. But he doesn't get enough credit, probably, for what he does before the snap and his smarts and his, you know, he knows where to go with the ball. Like that Bucks game in week one, it just felt like he was a step ahead of Todd Bowles uh, all game long. And so he can throw with uh, anticipation and he kind of has answers in his head. So even if he's not a hundred percent, I think he's reached that stage in his career where he sort of makes up for it with, um, with his brains and and his preparation that that's kind of been something that stood out here through the first, uh, first two games of the season. We talked about Pollard. I thought and just anecdotally, uh, from my eyes, it looked like his arm strength was a little bit better in week two than it was in that week one game against the bucks. 
Well, even in the second half of week one, like there were some throws yeah. where he, he knew he had to really fire it in there and he was able to do that. So I don't know if it's a matter of managing it or I, I, I have no idea how that, how that would really work. But um, yeah, it seems like he can kick it up a gear if he has to. Uh, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, obviously they're, they're top two uh, wide receivers there. Lamb's got 15 for a buck 85. Cooper's got 16 for 163. Now Cooper is like... On the fence about whether he's going to be able to play this week, right? Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I believe that's the case. Well, we're still so far away. So by the time you listen to yeah. this, eh, you'll know whether Amari, you know, Zach will put it on an Instagram story, whether Amari Cooper's Eagles playing killer. or not. So there you go. Um, okay. So as we've discussed here, Eagles have allowed a league low two plays of 20 plus yards through two games. They've allowed 19 plays of 10 plus yards, which is third fewest. So uh, they are doing what they have set out to do at least through the first two games. But this of course will be their biggest test. The Cowboys will be at least without Lyle Collins starting right tackle wide receiver, Michael Gallup. The Eagles of course will be without Brandon Graham. All right, let's take a break here and then we will talk about the, uh, the Cowboys defense. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily with 24 seven us based live customer service from discover Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. All right. Let's get to the Cowboys defense. Can I just Look, say one, one thing about the Eagles defense? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't really follow up on it, but I'm curious and interested to see what the defense does against uh, this Cowboys offense formation-wise. Like, do with no Brandon Graham, do we see much more four down linemen even in base uh, than the three down linemen so that way you can play sweat and barnett at the same time and one of them on the left as opposed to forcing them to be like one of the uh you know down defensive ends in the three down front um i'm just curious if, if we'll see that and i'm sure we'll see we'll see more nickel this week than we have in the past zebra i yeah i i do think we're gonna see both of them uh quite a bit i i so they'll be on opposite sides uh as far as more nickel i would imagine that as as well because i imagine you know the the uh, the Cowboys will spread it out. I I was curious if you guys think and and again I, I don't want to overstate the the penalty. I know we've discussed it and we've and we've written about it. But is there any chance that there's like a you know no Derek Barnett on the first drive? No you Derek can't Barnett let off. You, are, you <laughs> asked about it again. You asked Gannon about it. Yeah, this is this so, is so on your radar. This is like your number one story. <laughs> Somebody, please, somebody, please slap Derek Barnett on the wrist. Like, no, I'm asking. I'm just uh, for the sake of conversation. Do you think there's any chance that he's not out there the first the first drive uh, as a form of discipline? I would not do that. I, I don't think that really accomplishes anything. Okay. I feel like you you talk to him and say, hey, you know, you do your best to 
get him to not what do it again. But as I said, satisfy your bloodthirst. It's not a, it's not a bloodthirst. Trade him to okay? the Cowboys before Literally. the game and then so just I run guess. like split zone all game <laughs> long, but put Jordan Mailata at like tight end. So he's coming across and just boom. <laughs> I explained, I explained my rationale that I ask it because I'm trying, you know, it's a first time coach or we're trying to create precedent. Like we're trying to see how they handle these situations, right? If something comes up, what did you do? How did so, so that I think that's very much what you're trying to learn with a first time coach. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't bench him, you know, and I, I don't think you have to do what Vrabel did to Julio Jones, but I am curious to see in terms of, of accountability on a lighter note, on a much lighter note, uh, Darius Slay today gave this anecdote that when he was at Mississippi state, he did not want to lift weights, uh, one day. So he, he, he cheated during weightlifting and he got punished. And the punishment was he had to carry Dak Prescott up a hill on his back. Okay. Dak Prescott at the time, he said it was 240 pounds. Now I'm not a trainer, uh, but I imagine this would be bad for a cornerback, right? Like, like this is how you would injure a cornerback's back. Am I wrong? By carrying Dak Prescott up the hill, yeah. Call, you know, college coaches. I don't think they really are too worried about <laughs> okay. it. Yeah, it's not their job to get guys ready for the pros. <laughs> All right, the, you you know what the best uh, line is about uh, you know not wanting to lift weights, right? Allen Iverson. I know we've talked about it on this pod before. <laughs> yeah. Those things that, are heavy. Oh, yeah. That this issue's is- heavy. Yeah, yeah, he said that's why that's why I don't want to lift weights. Which uh, he, he's right about that. Uh, Cowboys defense, I don't think it's a great defense. I don't think it's a good defense. Uh, I think there are some smoke and mirrors with what they've done through the first two weeks here. I like looking uh, early in the season. There's this uh, stat from True Media success rate where it's just grading every play basically on whether it was a positive or a negative based on expected points added, EPA. So, you know, it treats a 12-yard completion the same as a 50-yard completion which obviously those are different plays, but it's just when you have such a small sample, it doesn't let the big plays outweigh everything else. And so uh, the Cowboys are 26th in success rate defensively so far. So, you know, I do think they're a below average defense. Now they've had six takeaways, so that's going to skew a lot of this stuff. Takeaways matter, but we know takeaways are also random, but they've been pretty reliant on those through the first two games. So that that's something that stood out uh, with their defense. They are playing differently than I thought. You know, I thought Dan Quinn, all right, they're going to be a single high team. They're going to play uh, cover three and cover one. That's what Dan Quinn has done his entire career, even in Atlanta. Uh, but he's adjusting as well. You know, I was looking up their um, coverage frequencies and, and they're playing uh, cover four, I think, at the highest percentage. Uh, that's quarters coverage of any of their coverages. And then they mix in cover one, cover three, they're playing cover two as well. So uh, they're playing a little bit different. You're going to see more split safety looks than you've typically seen from Dan Quinn defenses uh, in the past. They're mixing up zone and man. It's not just uh, one or the other. They're not going to be very blitz heavy, although they will blitz. And the big player to keep an eye on is uh, Harrisburg zone, right? Micah Parsons. Correct. Uh, Bishop McEvitt at one point. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's LaShawn McCoy territory. Yeah, but then I think he – well, he finished at Harrisburg High. Oh, that's the big rivalry, yeah. I think, from my days in Penn Yeah, Live. so I, I could be wrong about the Bishop McDevitt thing, but okay. he did play um, – you know, uh, Kyle Pitts had a, uh, a state championship game against him, and Kyle Pitts uh, uh, 
not, you know, playing defensive end, knocked down, like, like cleated him, decleated him. Oh, to use the expression had a big hit that, uh, uh, Kyle Pitts, teammates said that was like the best play they saw Kyle Pitts make, not some dynamic catch. It was the hit on, on uh, Micah Parsons. Look at this guy. Just a, just a wealth of information on anything you could ever possibly <laughs> want to know. Uh, Micah Parsons moved to defensive end with Demarcus Lawrence out. Played very well last year. Gave the Chargers right tackle a very hard time last week. One sack, uh, three quarterback hits, eight pressures. Aside from him, though, they really don't have a lot going on up front. They've got two sacks uh, in two games, and one of them was a Bobo sack. You know, my Parsons sack last year, I thought should not have been a sack. Last week should not have been a sack. Uh, refs blow the whistle early. So that was uh, crazy. They, yeah, so they are top 10 in pressures. So, you know, it's it's kind of been uh, up and down. They're 14th in pass rush win rate. So I think they're probably more mediocre. But, you know, I would be surprised if in this game the Cowboys pass rush is just uh, eating the Eagles lunch. That would surprise me. It's like we've said before, like if, if the Eagles can't win this matchup up front, their offensive line against the Cowboys defensive line, they've got no chance. Like they need to they need to dominate up front. Landon Dickerson, of course, will be in the spotlight there, though, right? <clears throat> yeah. Full week of practice. Full week Absolutely. of practice. Excuses okay. breed mediocrity. Now getting uh, the the full right guard treatment, right? It, it's not like he took all those snaps of right guard a week ago. So uh, he'll be more familiar with the position this week. Uh, Bo, the Ravens are doing a guard rotation, I thought you should know. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, Who is I it? Think it's, uh, I forget the two guys. It's it's. Uh, is Ben Powers one of them? I think so. Two series or two possessions for one guy, two possessions for the other guy. And then is a little, it just does a it little just double go, double? Does it go that way through the whole game, or after the, think, like those four series, do they evaluate who's done the best? Ooh, I like that, man. How hard would you play those first two series if you knew everything's on the line? No, I think they just rotate them the entire time. And has Jeff Zrebeck done our, uh, a rap about it? A rap about it. he has not. No, he has yeah. written about it though. Yeah, maybe he'll follow yeah, your footsteps one day. I'll send. I'll send him a link. Okay, I'm sure he would love that. The uh, the Colts might be doing a quarterback rotation this week. <laughs> yeah, with the practice squad quarterback. So <laughs> that's that's not a good sign. I had trouble picking that game. I mean, the Titans are five and a half, only five and a half point favorites. It's not one of those games that's off the board until they announce a quarterback. And I'm going like, all right, you, usually when I have a game where I'm like, it's very, you know, this seems too easy. I just pick the other side. So I'm like, you know, this is, if I do this for every game, right. I'll, but, and so I initially was like, all right, I'm going to pick the Colts. Maybe something fluky will happen and they'll keep it close. It's a division game. But then I'm like, what am I doing? I mean, Jacob Eason, Brent Huntley or Carson Wentz on two, you know, bad ankles. Like, can I really... Uh, pick them, so I switched it to the Titans. So keep an eye on that game. I've got Titans minus five and a half, uh, but I really didn't know what to do with that one. Carson's uh, situation, it, it it is evidence for me <laughs> that like sometimes removing yourself and, and viewing it from afar uh, gives you more perspective. I, I've seen this written and discussed elsewhere, but the, uh, the, the things that are said about Carson, his offensive line is not giving him enough time. Like, you know, he, you know, he held the ball a touch. I'm so grateful. We're not dealing with this anymore, but it's, it's like, all right, maybe, you know, maybe I, I did fall in that crutch a little too much when I was covering Carson and, and maybe the problem was some of Carson's decisions. So let's pencil so the, in the Wentz discussion, discussion for next week. Okay. We got to like get that. to it. We need to we do a lot of two weeks from now. Next week's a double show. Right, two weeks it's a Monday night game. Mark it down yeah. on a calendar.
Send yeah, me going into the Panthers game. That's Send a good. Me an, yeah, that's that, all right. Well, maybe I don't know. Marissa's Panthers are a that's, little frisky. This week, big oh, game fun. tonight. We'll Davis see. Mills, right? It is though. Okay. Like just to see these same arguments like rehashed in a different place. It's so nice to just not be dealing with it. All right. Well, don't act like you. We got to save this. Don't act like you were never making any of those arguments either. I'm sure, that's, I was. That's okay. my point. That's All my right. point. Is it gives me more clarity seeing it from the outside. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we can get into everything else. Uh, yeah, the Cowboys have allowed 12 plays of 20 plus yards. That's second most uh, in the NFL, but they faced two very good quarterbacks, two very good offenses. My guy, Trevon Diggs with a nice interception last week there, Bo, as you uh, may have noticed there. They don't, I mean, they really don't have a lot of talent, but you know, give them credit. I guess they've maximized it here through the first, um, first two weeks. All right. Let's Think take a chance well, it, that the football will hit Keanu Neal's knee at any point in this game. Maybe. I, I, I think he's on the COVID list, actually. So I, mm. I, I don't know. Oh. If, uh, maybe uh, if Bo's theory was, is accurate, Sirianni would have dialed up a play just to pander and right. try to target. Listen, <laughs> uh, what you want to do, Jalen? Aim for his knee. What, what are you talking yeah. about, Coach? Just trust me. Just Aim for his knee. We want this to pop up in the air. You know, two, wait, this two-minute drill. Yeah, two-minute drill. End the first half. We're going to get the ball. This is gonna be it's gonna be the play. I don't think that uh, plays as 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 mainstream among Eagles fans as the uh, Philly special. Like the Keanu. Bo knows I brought up that play probably four hundred yeah, times that because play. It, it's such a great example of you know the luck involved it's, in winning a absolutely. title or not winning a title. All right, we'll go to break. Wait, so uh, oh, oh, I I just I, there was uh, one I quick thing. I some of my swoopers. Go ahead. I wanted to add as 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 you were talking about the production that was put up against this Dallas defense. And you are correct. They, they, they faced Tom Brady and they faced Justin Herbert, but it was interesting going through the pass catchers and the receiving stats, the top four receivers against them uh, have been wide receivers, right? So I'm, I'm very curious to see if this is a big wide receiver game for the Eagles, especially if Zach Herbst doesn't play. And Sirianni said, you know, you have a, a game plan that's more 11 personnel. You have a game plan. That's more 12 personnel. Uh, we don't know Ertz's status yet, but if Ertz, if Ertz doesn't play and this is a heavy 11 personnel game, if the game plan's similar to last, to last week, and it's just a matter of, of can Hurts connect with those wide receivers? Because you need more than six catches from that group. All right. Okay. Get into it. Yeah, we'll go to break and then we'll do a little super. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, swooper forecasting. Here we are. I don't know how many leftovers anybody has. Does anybody know you. that? Okay. Uh, I so everybody starts with twenty-four every week, but there are leftovers. I have four. You each have seven, so that means I'm dealing with twenty-eight turkeys. Zach and Shield have thirty-one turkeys, and as always, uh, you're trying to get as many things correct this week as possible. Zach and I are tied with the season lead with five-sixths of a point. Shield only has a third of a point. Okay. Let's get to it. You're on mute, Marissa. Sorry. Unbelievable. I mean, could you step <laughs> up your game, please? <laughs> Sorry. So actually, um, rookie mistake, this uh, this jacket that I'm wearing has a zipper. 
and my headphones constantly rub on the zipper and make an annoying noise. So I'm trying to spare the listeners. So I was you actually get a, trying you get a to get a little do. lightweight hood. You know, I've, I've been investing in these lightweight hoodies, which I'm a fan of, I think this year from you where like a lightweight hoodie. I, I do feel like you've been talking about lightweight. Hoodies uh, for I years. can't, I, I can't give, you know, places. Oh, you need a sponsorship. Okay. Free. Yeah. If anybody <laughs> wants to sponsor uh lightweight, ho- more lightweight hoodies, for, it's great. You know, it's not, not too heavy. It's sort of like a uh, long sleeve t-shirt, but with a hood, the fit yeah, is very that. important. You know, you don't want a short Absolutely. one. You don't want a big baggy one. Well, speak you for yourself. Nice, yeah. You want a nice fit on <laughs> the arms, but it's gotta be a nice length. I feel <laughs> and you don't want it's that like, elastic at the bottom either. All right. Okay. Are we ready, ready for some super sarcasm? I did yeah, get a request um, about bringing the music back. So I will have to load that up because that was, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really messing up that. today. No music. I was on mute. I'll work on it. <laughs> um, all right. Let's start with the Eagles convert at least two third or fourth and ones. One. Wow. Excited about that one. AZ Bay. <laughs> two. Uh, Three. Four. Five. Well, I've got Six. a budget here. I'm trying to – I got a set number of turkeys I want to hold for next week. Uh, are you being serious or are you joking? No, no. he's not being <laughs> Seven. Seven. Wow. Short yardage king over here. Mm, low uh, man wins. Do I hear eight? The the or is helpful here. It's, it's combined, right? Like it doesn't yes, have to be, exactly. Okay, it, right. yeah, yeah. So yeah a third and one or a fourth and one, but it has to be and one, and they have to convert at least two of them. Okay, well, does yeah. inches does inches suffice? Inches counts. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, so. hey, <laughs> twenty-four. No. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm not gonna. Uh, you got I'll Zach, let you have so, Zach for seven. Okay. All right. Zach, big, a lot of turkeys there. That's the most. Oh, he said seven. That's the most Zach's ever spent on a on a on a no. storecasting. <laughs> no, last week I uh, on on I one know. of the ones I hit. Yeah, I know. I know. Ooh, <laughs> coming at ya. All um, right. Jalen Hurts rushes for more yards than Ezekiel Elliott. Two. Four. Do I hear five? Five. Six. Sirianni's a listener. He heard, you know, he heard me say you got to get more creative with this guy in the run. Maybe they've just been saving it for this game. Seven. Do I hear eight? Seven. Hmm. No, I'll sit it out. All right. Two Zach? sevens back to back. Oh, I assumed Zach was not in that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm not doing that one. Okay, here He's we go. He's only bidding on short yardage ones. Zach, <laughs> Zach get your turkeys right. ready for this one, okay? Derek Barnett flagged for unnecessary. <laughs> oh, roughness. baby. Zach, you have 24 six. just so you know. He's gotten uh, eight personal fouls in his career, six unnecessary roughness penalties. And I like Derek, by the way. Like Derek and I have gotten along in the past. This is only unnecessary roughness, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. One. (laughs) 
first play of the game. He just. By the way, if, if if this comes to fruition, then I might go in on him in the post game pod. I don't even you. know how you could go in more. I'd like to see that. I think they would probably it honestly has a game out of fear. <laughs> they would cancel all post game availability. I think if that Sirianni happened. would stop the game, he'd point up to the press box, he'd motion for Zach to come down, he'd hand Zach a sledgehammer, and then he'd say, "Do your worst." <laughs> Literally, it's been two questions. It's been two questions that we talked about on the pod. That's it. That's it. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get them on the record. Right, two. That's what a reporter does. Two. two. I can't go three. Going once. Going twice. Sold to Shield for two. Wow. Come on, Barnett. Send a message. Yeah. This okay. is the Cowboys. It's a rivalry game, Derek. Let's go. All right. Ready. Josh Sweat has a sack. One. These are back-to-back Zach's two favorite possible (laughs) things that could happen on on Monday night. Uh, Three. Five. Six. Going once. Seven. Oh, do I hear eight? I know Zach wants it. Zach? Come on, go eight. Man must have a code, right? Going once. Prime time. Look, I, I, I'm I, not doubting that he could have a sack. I'm just All right, not Zach doesn't want it. Oh, you in All right. No, you got it. Sold, sold to Shield for seven. You got 22 left, Shield. Okay. All right, so, so I need like first play, sweat sacks, Prescott, Barnett just like runs over to the Cowboys sideline, levels somebody, and always, and always drop kick somebody. Yeah. All right, somebody other than Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts attempts a pass. Mm, like this is a, this is a store casting classic. I feel like we've had we've had a few of these. It's a oh, it's always a good one. Good yeah. good pop in the audience when it happens too. It's an acknowledgement to last week too, to Greg Ward attempting a pass. One. I don't think Nick's calling that play again, by the way. You gonna let him have it for one, Zach? I know that's now there's a chance to two. I'm gonna there's say a chance two, quarterback has hurt. Yeah, I'm Phil going Kong. two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can have two. I'll say three. All right. Three, I'll let you have it. Okay. I need to bump you up a little bit. That's right. totally fair. Sold to both. I don't really want that, but the price of you know, we've, we've we've got a bit of turkey inflation this week. So, <laughs> all right, Tony Pollard will have more yards than every Eagles player. So, what yards are we talking here? Yards from scrimmage? Sorry, I wrote yards? that during the last <laughs> uh, rushing, rushing more yards. rushing yards than every Eagles yeah. player. Okay, uh, two. Zach's look says that's the worst super sarcastic. I've ever seen. <laughs> that's not my look at all. With that. That's not my look at all. I'm okay. just, I'm I'll trying to figure three. out how I'm going to allocate my resources. I'll go three. I'm, I'm not going to take Pollard over the field. So, well, it's not the field. It's the well, Eagles. It's the field, field of Eagles players. Yeah, I'll say. Now, yeah. both going four. Couldn't you just see? I mean, no, no BG in there. I mean, B for as good of a as a pass rusher as Brandon yeah. Graham is. I mean, the guy is a beast against the run. I think that's the always thing. has been. Uh, I will go five. Not going five. All right. Oh, baby. Sold to Shield for five. 
By the way, the Eagles really haven't seen like a legit, and I, I don't mean to to belittle Mike Davis or Cordero Patterson, but they haven't really seen like a, a legit running back yet, right? Now Elijah Mitchell had wow, a good week one, jeez, or or like a top, you know, they, they haven't had a. Michael Hasty tuning in, not expecting yeah, you know to I mean. just get crushed here. <laughs> what I would say, is the, two backs, the two running backs they're going to see this weekend are the two Mike best Davis. This season. Yeah. So, although I do like a Cordero Patterson. All right. Oh gosh, you and every bad coach in the NFL. <laughs> Next, Chris Ooh, Long joins the Manning broadcast. Mm. This was Ooh, mine. Good I was trying one. to think. Of, I was trying Very to think of who good. it's going to be. Oh, I like it. Uh, who could it be? I thought about Dawkins as well. Um, Romo like... was the one in the chat submitted. Um, Romo oh, would join the broadcast. Oh no! I they want not. They don't want to give Romo any shine. They don't want yeah. any uh, cross network. No. Uh, yeah. yeah, probably not. Right. And yeah. so I feel like Chris Long like makes a lot of sense. I mean, Charles Long. Barkley would have been great, but he was already on. Like they should have saved yeah. him for an Eagles game. What about Doug? What if they got Doug? That would be interesting. Is that would be interesting. <laughs> Uh, I'll he say would two. be boring. I feel. Do I hear three? Bo bid two. Oh, man, I'm trying to think of like a Manning connection on on the Eagles, like uh, for someone to bring in or on the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, I know, like someone who's uh, connected to the Mannings uh, and the Eagles or whatever. I, I do think Peyton's going to mention Jim Bob Cooter on the air. You do? Why? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> They're close. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was they're close? Ooh, from Jaws. That's a good one. I like that one from Ryan. Oh, yeah, but is there like a uh, bad? Jaws. No, is, is there bad Monday Night Football blood there, or is there? Mm. I don't know. Well, yeah, oh, he might like that. He's yeah, going on the deuce. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Asante uh, Hamilton <laughs> says, "Now that would be fun." Yeah. All right, I'm not bidding on this, but I think that's a good call. All right, okay. so sold to Bo for two. Yep. Zach? For two? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Bo can have it for two. I like that one. That's okay. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long shot call, but I like it. I don't think I don't so. Think so. <laughs> yeah, I like a long shot. All right. Alex Singleton has more tackles than Micah Parsons. One. Four. <laughs> what? Jeez. Oh Do I hear God. five? A guy, you know, gets mad at Zach in a press conference and Bo is willing to give all his tickets for him. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no camaraderie. Rivalry <laughs> is real here. Unbelievable. He was so excited. He's probably got Singleton undies on now. Or <laughs> uh, what did you bid, Bo? Four. Four. I'll go five. Six. I hear seven. No, I'm not going seven for that. Zach? Nope. All right. Sold to Bo for six. Wow. Feel good about that. I mean, he's playing defensive end. Yeah, but aren't you the one telling me Singleton's playing what percentage of the snaps? And They played more last week. All right. They're going to be a nickel more. I was just going off of your, you know, your analysis there. Your analysis. All right. <laughs> All right. Jack Stoll catches at least one pass. <laughs> one. Two. <laughs> did, did I miss something? Yeah, Zach Ertz is on the COVID list. Oh, all right. Fine. Play 11 personnel. Do I hear three? Three. three. Four. Ooh. Big spender. <laughs> yeah. How many turkeys do you have over there? I have 10 left. 
And I have 24 left. Correct. You have 24 left? <laughs> what are you not I mean, playing? He used this week? big one and hasn't spent anything since. I'm, I'm big budget conscious, right? All right. You don't make money, get you, you don't go broke making a profit. So, all right. Anyone want five? What does that mean? <laughs> it's the quarterback. That's what they tell quarterbacks, and I hate it every time. <laughs> I just want to yell, shut up, stop checking down. <laughs> All right. All right. I got it for four. Sure. Uh, Zach? I'm staying away from that one. How many more are left? Though? Three. Three left. Oh, All right. Sold the bow for four. Okay. A taunting penalty will be called during the game, during the game either team. One. Two. Three. Five. Six. <laughs> Six. This seems meant to be. Somebody needs to make Zach their gif. <laughs> <laughs> For our audio good. listeners, yeah, he had a, a great reaction to Bo bidding uh, I five just, there. <laughs> I can't bid. Zach? I'm staying out of this one. All right. Uh, six. That was six, Rachel. Yeah. Okay. It was like my wife at the grocery store, right? It's just Uh-oh. like, what's this going to be? Be careful here. Be careful. Yeah. No, I, not because of I, Bo. I'm going to pull up the Mike Vrabel here and say, like, I, I'm not, I don't say anything you publicly cut? that I don't. Oh, no. oh. All right. I didn't know again. I mean, he's at, <laughs> I really I didn't know where we I was going, what the hell is going on with this bur- <laughs> these Berman grocery store trips? Unbelievable. Yeah, I wouldn't All say right. anything publicly that I, I, I don't say behind closed doors. It's like when I go to the grocery list in our family, I have a list. I only get what's on the list, right? I, I can tell you what our, our budget's going to be at the, at the end. When my wife goes to the grocery store, you know, she, I, I, I thought you would like this. I thought you would like this. And all yeah, of a sudden, you let you look the grocery at, store speak to you. You, you, you look it. at the receipt Absolutely. at the end. And it's it's like, did you have a budget when you came here? Like, what is this? Oh, come so, on, little, little. You, know. you don't know what's available, <laughs> oh, what's not. No, I mean, go there. If, if you go there, hashtag BWF. How are you ever going to try something <laughs> new then? If you if you go there for apples and cheese and you come back with apples and cheese, right? You don't I'm come back, back with on. some peanut yeah. butter with some pretzel no. peanut butter oh, yeah. filled pretzels, baby. No. You gotta let it speak right. to you. Our right, inventory listeners, hashtag right hashtag now. BWF Team Zach or BWF Team Emily. <laughs> I think we're gonna have a blowout here. Exactly <laughs> that's not gonna be close. So Zach, you go to the grocery store and only get what is on your list. Only get it's like no way. I swear, uh, I mean, we could bring my wife on. She will give me the list, and I will only get what's on the list. And she'll even say, she'll even say, like, pick out something for yourself. No, like, <laughs> you're getting what's on the list. Okay, inventory management. Here. What if you remember something that you need, but it's not on the right. list? Can you adjust the list and get it? Well, yes. Then I would, okay. I would text her, and I would say, I'm getting, you know, you you didn't put peanut butter. Do we have peanut butter? I'm um, on the they they have a sale here for peanut butter. If we have peanut butter, I'll get peanut butter. Yeah, something like that. Zach buys 17 jars of peanut <laughs> I mean, I've never heard of something like this. Yeah, uh, same. Speaking of treat yourself, if you if you're in the business of uh, having people do some of your gro- you know, the grocery shopping delivery, here's the move you gotta do. You say, uh, you say, by the way, uh, help yourself to like a snack and a drink. I mean, you oh, should see, like you that. should see how thankful these people are. No one's ever offered to get them anything. It's costing you, you know, an extra $5 or something. And uh, you make their day. I like that. Also, 
you know, if you're looking at it selfishly, I mean, they're going to go above and beyond to find the things mm-hmm. on your list. Everybody, everybody wins. It's a, it's a good win for society to do that. I feel I like the that. grocery pickup it, or delivery okay. is clutch. Wow. Like just, I ordered groceries at like one 30 in the morning the other night and picked uh, them up yeah. the next morning. It actually feels like that's what Zach should start doing because then he just, yeah. sticks to the list. Although, why are you ever going in a grocery store? You don't even want to see what's there. Yeah, but if if they don't have what you need mm. and then they text Zach like, oh, we don't have this, that might be that might be a lot to handle. Zach's gonna respond, you never have to text me if they don't have it, nothing. <laughs> it's also it's also not a good comparison to swooper storecasting, by the way, because you don't know what the you don't know what the things are gonna be. You gotta be you gotta be mobile. My my point is 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 you just you're just like five, six. It's you're just throwing that you're throwing your turkeys around. All right. Okay. I don't know where we are. We need to get Emily on the pod. We need to get Emily on the pod for sure. All right. Jalen Rager will have more yards than CeeDee Lamb. One. Going one. Two. I do how many do I have? Anybody? You have eleven left. I do? Oh. Okay. I'll go six. Three. Six. Did you read that backwards? <laughs> Somebody please get Zach on space on that again. <laughs> I have six left. All right. I'm not going above six on that bad boy. I mean, Zach? so this so I got to go seven here because I want to be competitive this week. I want to be competitive this week. Yeah. You don't want to dump the week. I want to be competitive this week. Yeah. I can't this dump the last the week. one. No, there's two. There's one after this. No, let Bo waste his six on this and then you can get probably get the next two. No, there's only one. No, left. Th- there's only one after this. Oh. So that's what I'm oh. saying. I, I wow. can't go. Terrible this job by you, Zach. No, but this is. I, I, I mean, this is a binary one, right? All so right, you're you're you're, you're not gonna you're gonna let him have it at seven, Shield. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Zach seven. Yep. And the last one. Six. Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Mike McCarthy will botch a game management decision <laughs> that has the football world talking post game and on Tuesday. And then Marissa is the final judge. Yeah. You know, if it's something where you're like, well, it wasn't that big of a deal or, you know, that wasn't a, then Marissa can decide whether it was or not. Uh, if it's your thing, you can make the case there. You can send her clips of like first take of mm. Dallas sports talk radio, whatever you want to, um, you know, g- give some evidence, but Six. I think it'll be pretty clear. Six. Bo already bid six. So no, I can't. Seven. You can oh. say seven. Seven. And I have how many? Eleven. Eleven. You said? Uh, this is in my wheelhouse. I do. I do enjoy. You know, we just saw what happened with him. If you weren't watching last week, they just completely botched the end of uh, that game. I'll go eight. Uh Uh, so I, I have. <laughs> you have 17 left. You could go to yeah, you could no, go right no. to 11 and take it if you want. I'm not going right to 11. Uh, nine. Ten. Still. You can have it at 10. All right. Wow. All right. With one to spare. Oh, baby. That's how you. That's a clinic. It's All right. Zach, Zach needs to go. Uh, needs to hit his. So what we've got here. Zach's got 17 turkeys for next week. And only two things to root for. The Eagles convert at least two <laughs> third or fourth and ones. And Jalen Rager has more receiving yards than CeeDee Lamb. 
Uh, Shield has one turkey to carry over. Mine are four, terrible. Four things to root for. Derek Barnett con- commits an unnecessary roughness. Josh Sweat has a sack. Tony Pollard has more rushing yards than all of the Eagles players combined. Not combined. Than all of the Eagles players individually. And uh, the McCarthy thing. And there's a taunting penalty. I feel like that's a pretty good... That's a pretty good roster. It's a fun, it's a fun group to root for. I don't know if I'll win, but it's fun ones yeah, to root not for. Not bad. And I've got six turkeys to carry over, and I have uh five things. Uh Jalen Hurts has more rushing yards than Ezekiel Elliott. A non or somebody other than Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts throws a pass. Alex Singleton has more tackles than Micah Parsons. Jack Stoll has a catch, and Chris Long is on the Manning broadcast. Okay. There you go. All right. Time for our final predictions here. Uh, I can go first. What's the line? Line was three and a half or four, depending Ooh. on. Yeah. That Cowboys by three and a half more. or four. Uh, which I think probably tells you that the, you know, Eagles are Eagles are in this. You might feel like they're uh should be bigger underdogs, but the market is not uh is not saying that. Now I think that the Cowboys offense is really, really good. I'm uh, very uh, excited to see how this Eagles defense holds up against them because I think this is definitely a legit test. I think the Eagles have a chance if you don't turn the ball over. If Jalen Hurts is picking up yards uh, with his legs, I think you can move the football against Dallas. But at the end of the day, I just really like their talent offensively. I think uh, I think the Cowboys are, are going to score on most defenses. And I've got Dallas winning a you know fairly competitive game, but winning twenty-seven to twenty. I will jump in here too. Okay, uh, I I've been wrong two weeks in a row. Oh yeah, what's our record? I'm one and one. I am zero and two straight up, one and one against oh. the spread. Okay, I'm one and one both. You picked the Eagles to beat the Cowboy to the Falcons. Are you? Yes. You did? Okay. And then I'm also one and one. I thought you picked the Falcons. No? No. I guess not. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, I I, uh, I think the Eagles have a good shot in this game. But the – and I use this this rationale against Atlanta. I was I was wrong. I think the Fal- I think the Cowboys have the better quarterback. Uh, they're the home team. I don't know if they're better coached. Uh, I don't think they have the better defense. But um, I'm, I'm going to go with the quarterback – and the home team right here. So uh, I was, I, I feel like I, I picked 27, 24 every week. Um, I don't I, I, and I should say this, I have the Eagles covering. So I'm doing what I did oh, against Atlanta. I have the Eagles okay. covering. Um, and so, and I think it's, it's, it's going to be close to the over under, which I believe is 51. Uh, so I, I was saying 27, 24. I apologize if I pick that, that number like three okay. times this year, uh, but I'm going Cowboys 27 equals 24. Okay. Um, I'm, I am like legitimately uh, very interested just to see like what the game plans are for the Eagles on both sides of the ball um, on offense. Obviously they had these two extreme tent poles in, in weeks one and two in terms of uh, where they were throwing the ball. Is it going to be somewhere in the middle? Is it going to go back to what it was like in week one? Uh, are we going to see a little bit more maybe quarterback inclusive run game as she likes to call it? Um, I don't know, but I'm interested to see what they're going to do. I mean, Sirianni obviously is aware of the importance of this game. You wonder if he's been like holding out some special game plan, huh? The old special game plan. 
And on defense, like I, I actually do think there was going to be something different about the gain in defense this week than we than we saw in week one and two, in which it was pretty similar. Um, and I think it's going to be a good game. I think uh, I think these two teams are not that far apart, but I am going to pick the Cowboys to win um, and to cover. Give me Dallas. Let's say thirty-one twenty-four. Hmm. Okay. There you have it. You, of course, can read all the work leading up to this game on The Athletic, theathletic.com slash birds with friends. If you don't subscribe, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you watch the YouTube videos. Make sure you sign out of other people in your family, their YouTube accounts. Sign back in and subscribe under their names to our YouTube channels. Do the same for their other mobile devices, iPads, phones, and subscribe to our podcast everywhere. Uh, I think I've plugged everything there you guys will be back with a post game pod uh, late Oof. monday night poor marissa poor marissa poor, Sorry. Yeah. poor marissa she's yeah i'll at least take a nap while you guys are writing <laughs> oh Man, somebody said uh yeah well there was something on the on my chat about zach hosting that episode or something like that or what what they it could, might uh, be 5 a.m yeah what they could oh, what was... they could uh pay to charity to get you to host that episode I mean, I, so I got, this is a little bit of a flex, but I, I, I gotta be up at 7am in Dallas for a radio hit. Oh so, my gosh. So, so I mean, I don't know when, when this sleep is going to occur, but okay. We'll see. Well, Bo, why don't you uh, take us home here? Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks. To Zach, Shield, and Marissa, especially to our uh, live audience. And we'll talk to you early Tuesday morning, as always. We love you.